0: You to think about with me for a moment the people that were following Jesus. I want you to think about the crowd that was the community around Jesus. You got Mary Magdalene, who was a very successful businesswoman, who was possessed by devils, who had been set free. You you had blind Bartimaeus. You had the demoniac of the Gadarenes. Think about all of the broken misfits that were following Jesus. I mean, aren't we all, after all, a bunch of broken misfits that are following Jesus today? Is anybody a broken misfit this morning? The resurrection, you know, means more than just Jesus getting out of a tomb. It it means that he takes the broken areas of our lives and he brings healing. He brings restoration. He changes us. He transforms us. I don't know if anybody hears me this morning, but maybe you need to be transformed. Maybe there's an area of your life that needs, needs the resurrection life of God to flow through it. Yeah, there's... There's three people that catch my attention here immediately at the Passover meal. Maybe you can find yourself in one of the men that were up here. Ladies, I know that's hard, but you I'm sure you can find yourself there. First, you had Thomas, also known as the doubter, doubting Thomas. Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Maybe you've been like that before in your life. Lord, what are you doing? I don't understand why, God, did you allow this? Why did this happen? Lord, I'm not sure where you're going or what you're doing here. I don't know that this is really possible. We've all been there. We've all said those kinds of statements before where the reality of the gospel is staring us in the face and and we question. God, I don't really think what you said is really possible. I know that you're able, but but I don't know that it's possible. I know that you're able to heal the sick, but but maybe just not me. God, I know that you're able to save the lost family members, but maybe just not my family. God, I, I know that you're able to work a miracle, but maybe maybe it's not possible in my life. And we doubt. We become like Thomas. And, and Jesus' words to Thomas were, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He's the way. You know, Lazarus was there at the in the first scene and I remember Jesus's words at Lazarus's tomb. Even though you die, if you believe in me, you shall live. You shall live. You shall live. Oh yeah, God, I believe in I believe in the, you know, Martha, I believe he'll live in the in the Resurrection, you know, yeah, of course, yeah, I believe that. We we have an idea of the gospel, but Jesus confronted her with the reality of the gospel. We have concepts, but Jesus came and said, "This is the real." I'm talking about today you'll live again. Today Lazarus shall live. And I say to you, today that broken area of your life can live. Today the hurt areas can be healed. Today Jesus can restore every area of your life. Oh yeah, it's possible. And then there's then there's Peter. <laughs> Good old Peter. The spiritually unaware, (laughs) shall we say. Oh, I'll never forsake you, Lord. I'm the rock. I'm the spiritual Superman. Nothing will ever affect me. I've got this. You ever been there? I've got this. I'm good. I got it. Completely unaware of his own weaknesses. Spiritual pride blocks your vision. You can't see the reality. You couldn't see the reality that there was coming a moment where he would have denied Jesus. Where he have denied Jesus. We've all done it, friend. Oh, but pastor, I've never denied him. Oh, yeah, you have. When you turned on the computer and looked at things you shouldn't have, instead of tuning into Jesus, you denied him. When you tried to fill your life with relationships instead of Jesus, you denied Him. When you tried to fill your life with success, you denied Him. Instead of Him, it's not success is bad, but you tried to fill your life with that instead of Him. You tried to fill your life with things other than the joy of God, your delight in Him. And you denied Him. Maybe later, maybe tomorrow, maybe on Sunday. That, that's okay for Sunday. I, I can be radical for Jesus on Sunday, but during the week, I don't want to be too radical. You know, I don't want people to think that I'm one of those holy roller Christians that are just really on fire for the Lord. I wouldn't want them to think that. Oh, we do it all the time, friend. That's denying him. That was Peter. Maybe you find yourself in Peter tonight. There's one other person that really caught my attention. I to become more like this person. And that was Mary. You know, here's a woman who's absolutely broken. She's tried to fill her life with her profession. If you can read between the lines there, it wasn't a good profession. That bottle of perfume that she brought and she poured out on Jesus' feet, I would dare say she had been saving it for a special client. Some say that it would be worth a year's salary. She had been saving up all that she had to buy that $30,000, $40,000. We're talking expensive perfume in today's economics and she had been saving it for the right man she had been saving it for the right man the man that would make her feel special the man that would heal her broken heart the man that would help her little did she know it wasn't a man in the sense that she was looking for the night she met Jesus Everything changed. Her life changed. Her desires changed. Her world changed. And when she heard that Jesus was eating dinner with Lazarus and his disciples, she couldn't help but go and pull that bottle of expensive perfume, it was the most valuable thing she had in this life. It was the only thing that she had that she could, you know, her life meant nothing to her. You know, for some of us, it's all about me. Her life meant nothing to her. She was wasted on men. Her life meant nothing. But that most valuable thing she had, that bottle of perfume that she had saved for that special person, She brought it, and she began to pour it out on the feet of Jesus. She began to pour out her worship on the feet of Jesus. She began to pour out the most valuable possession she had. I want to ask you tonight, are you like Mary, willing to worship, willing to lay everything on the feet of Jesus? Are you willing to lay down your spiritual pride? on the feet of Jesus? Are you willing to lay down your doubts and your insecurities on the feet of Jesus? Are you willing? Are you willing? You see, all of us have those things. And the Holy Spirit is here today. He's here this morning. And He was, I tell you, Jesus was here before you ever got here. And He made sure that you would be here this morning. He's been walking the aisles this morning. He's been walking up and down these aisles. He's been looking, he's been searching for someone this morning whose heart was turned towards him. He's here this morning, and he's looking at you. He's staring. He's right in your face this morning. He's looking right at you and saying, will you lay down? Will you humble yourself and lay down your pride and lay down your doubts and lay down your insecurities and lay down your fears and just worship me, just live with me, just worship me, delight yourself in me. That's all he's asked, just delight, just enjoy, just enjoy me, just delight in me. It's not complicated, friend. You don't have to clean yourself up and get your life in order and be the best you for Jesus to love you. He loves you not because you're someone special and have some great Whatever you have some great personality that attracts him. He doesn't look over the window seals of heaven and says, That Mandy's got a great personality. I like her. He doesn't judge us based on how we judge others. He looks over the window seal of heaven. He looks down into us and sees us and sees our brokenness, sees our shortcomings, sees our infirmities, sees our weaknesses. And he says, I love you, not because of what you can do for me, but because of what I can do in you and through you. I love you because I love my father and my father loves me. And it's this perfect Undying, unending, eternal love that none of us could ever begin to explain or understand, but somehow each one of us get lost in the middle of it. And we find ourselves in moments like this coming face to face with the reality that Jesus loves me and He wants to change me. He wants to heal me. He wants to restore me. He wants to use me. How is it between you and Jesus this morning? How is it between you and Jesus this morning? Are you at peace with God? Do you have peace in your heart with God? Maybe maybe you've known him. Maybe once, maybe you've even grown up at church. Maybe maybe you've known him. Maybe you've maybe maybe this morning you're here because someone brought you. Maybe you've once been in love with Jesus, but something's distracted you. Something's gotten in the way. Life has happened. How is it with your soul today? How is it between you and Jesus? I'll repeat the words of Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Thank you for joining the Celebration Podcast. For more information, visit ccakron.org or call us at 330-762-7458. You can also download the Celebration app from iTunes or the Android store. With my father, it's so awesome.